going cruising with Lewis. A while back, I drove down to Oakland to talk to some wonderful people from the Epilepsy League of the East Bay who are getting together to promote an annual charity event that raises much needed funds for the thousands of Californians who suffer from that terrible disease. As I turned off the freeway and motored towards downtown Oakland, I wasn't a bit surprised to find that the directions that I had been given weren't doing me much good. In fact, within five minutes of exiting the freeway, I was completely lost. Now, most people absolutely hate to get lost, especially in large cities. But I learned long ago to just relax and look at it as kind of an adventure that you wouldn't otherwise be having. I'm afraid I have this long history of getting lost. Once, when I was appointment in Vietnam, I got a whole platoon lost in a bunch of triple canopy jungle, and some of the guys were sure that we'd marched all the way to Cambodia and back before I finally figured out where we were. So being lost in Oakland didn't seem like all that much of a big deal, except for all the funny looks I was starting to get. Suddenly, it dawned on me that I was in a completely black neighborhood, and judging from some of the hard and puzzled expressions on the faces of most of the people standing around on the street corners that I was passing, no one was exactly thrilled with my little visit. I turned off of the street named Telegraph and onto one with a number, 34th. By the time I reached the end of that block, it was obvious to me that I needed to stop and ask someone for directions. So I pulled up in front of an elderly gentleman seated on the front stoop of an old rundown two-story Victorian house. I got out of my truck and strolled up to the old man. He had a golf club in one hand and was turning the dial to beat up radio with the other. Excuse me, I said, as he looked at me as if I had just landed from another planet. But could you please tell me how to find downtown Oakland? He smiled and motioned for me to take a seat next to him on the stoop. What's your name, son? He asked me. Daryl, I said, sitting down next to him. He stuck out an ancient hand and patted me on the shoulder. I'm Lewis, he said. Now what brings you around these parts? Just as I began to open up my mouth, he suddenly waited for me to hold my answer, as he had apparently come across the radio station he'd been trying to locate. You know, he added, it ain't too often that a white boy like you pops up in this neighborhood. I'm lost, I explained. Oh, really, he said, grinning from ear to ear and trying hard not to laugh. Now, is that right? I don't think I would have ever guessed that in a million years. I returned his warm smile, and he looked out towards the street and complimented me on how shiny and clean my pickup truck looked. That's a new one, isn't it, he said, pointing a bony finger at my truck. It's actually almost a year old, I answered. You know, explained Lewis sadly, I never owned a car in my whole life. I mostly used the bus. Too late now. I got cataracts in both eyes. Couldn't drive if I wanted to. I'm 76 years old, you know. As the minutes started to add up into an hour, it became obvious that Lewis wasn't in any particular hurry to pass out driving directions. But he was incredibly knowledgeable on just about every other subject under the sun and seemed to genuinely enjoy the fact that he had a captive audience. I learned, among numerous other things, that Lewis was a retired preacher 
a decorated veteran of World War II, and that he probably could have been the lightweight champion of the world if he'd only had a decent manager. He also told me how proud he was to finally own his own house, and that he was worried that his property value was going to start going down if the cops didn't stop finding dead bodies in the little park right across the street. What people need around here is jobs, Lewis explained with passion. Do you realize that almost no one in this whole neighborhood has a real job? There just aren't any. All these poor young kids, they just really need a job. They're not all bad boys, you know. In my day, at least there was work. Lewis, I finally said, I'm really late for an appointment in downtown Oakland. You got any ideas on how I can get there? Willie said with a mischievous smile that showed off the fact that through the years, Lewis had lost most of his teeth. I ain't much on explaining how to get from one place to another, but I could probably get you there, you know, if I was to ride along with you in that fancy new pickup truck of yours. Maybe we could even get ourselves a bite to eat. I took a long look over at the park where they kept finding all those dead bodies and said, Lewis, you got yourself a deal.